This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 191 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. It's that time of the year again. New year, new you. So this year, I'm your host and man on a mission, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is laid back and relaxed Alex Arona. I just want to note that in this, in this script here, you wrote new year and new year. Uh, it's cool. Cause it's fine. I'm just gonna take my time and video game self care. I need this year to stop and enjoy my time. That's what I'm gonna do this year. I already uninstalled Vampire Survivors. I uninstalled uh, Overwatch 2. I'm living the good life, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and uh, taking on some of that rude dude attitude uh joel who's already dominating the beat list that's right rootin tootin and game genie man himself joel dewitt this is my year guys i'm uh, fresh off my win of vampire survivors i'm climbing the ranks of overwatch's competitive mode i've got my vita locked and loaded to dominate and i've i've made a list Ooh. Ooh. You heard it here. He's got a list. Them He's strong the words. Work. Yeah. Is it a Trello board? <laughs> it's not mm. quite a Trello board, no. I would say. No, I, I, I'm I, really good at checking off boxes better than... Uh, well, I guess that is a kind of checking off boxes. Yeah, it is. It's I, all I boxes. Like, uh, yeah. It, it's not my shape of box. You know, I, I prefer a nice thin uh, row Excel form. Oh, Excel. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'm on board now. Yeah, you doing any fancy scripts? What are we doing? What are scripts? He's talking about like the text. Ah, okay. Like no. you're doing any calculations? What are we doing? I, you know, I learned V looked up this year, so I felt pretty accomplished about that. <laughs> Very um, cool. A Contat. Contat's kind of a cool one that I didn't. I learned know. Comcat this year too. Yeah, yeah. P- pivot tables are ones that I'm still wrapping my head around a little bit. Oh, really? Like That's the... all I do. Oh, uh, but I... but let me tell you. Uh, before we get too <laughs> in the weeds here, uh, <laughs> let me introduce our last host, uh, the hungry beast himself, Alec Parks. Yeah, you know, I'm not resolving too much this year on the podcast. Really, I'm just aiming to finish Spider Man. You see, that's an attainable goal. Not like the rest of y'all jokers. <laughs> Alex Alex isn't going to make it through the end of the year in relaxed <laughs> mode. We'll be lucky if he makes it through February. Oh, man. No, let me tell you. One of the things I found, I found this one indie game that's like 20 minutes long, and I was like, man, I really want to play this, but I also don't want this to be weaponized. And, all, like, and just also, as a double check, 
uh, Andre, the wet gamer from Gaming Fix, has said that he is prepared to uh, call me out on this. He's fully monitoring my, my gaming right now. Oh, yeah? He's very yeah, good at calling people out. <laughs> yeah, he's like ready. He's like, he goes, oh, you're not going to do the beat list as much this year? I go, nope. And he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring this back later, aren't I? I was like, well, I don't know. He's like, I'm, I'm going to. Okay. Oh, we're call definitely going to circle back on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. I've played like 10 to 15 more hours of Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm in it to chill. <laughs> There's some good energy you got there. Yeah. All right. So I'm very excited for when Alec does make it through Spider-Man so we could talk about that, but we'll have to see how far Alex. That, that... Mm-hmm. He didn't get that. He just got the regular one. I just got the regular one, yep. Yeah. It was He was going to buy one or the other. Come on. No, He's not I'm made of money, man. He will. He, he oh, probably I will. will. I probably will. Um, this year we got an all-new format, <laughs> a new <laughs> studio, <laughs> and... Alex got everybody PS5s. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. We got a good budget, right? No. But we can dream. <laughs> All right. This this week we got some Pingo in Early Adopters. Uh, solve some crises in the news. And then scramble to fill out the backlog. I don't even know if anybody threw anything else in there. I did. Uh, Alex did. Well... Hesitant to figure out what that's all about, but all right. Get in the car, loser. <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's move on over. We're gonna go to early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games that give me the vertigo. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's called it when it's multiples. It's called vertigai. Mm, you can. That doesn't sound right. Vertigo. <laughs> GFY. <laughs> no? Alright. Nope. Alright, fine. I know fine, what that bye means, Getty. Yeah. You know what they call a flock of vertigo? What? A Jimmy Stewart. I don't get that joke. Does anybody else get that joke? I get nothing. We played the gap. <laughs> <laughs> don't engage. Okay. Don't engage. We played yeah. the gap. Not like those commercials where everyone was singing crazy cool crazy what anybody get that reference no, no. don't don't <laughs> feed into it either so <laughs> two in a row swing the a gap the gap You're which we the gap we played on this podcast uh this is it's a completed game partially completed game mostly completed game felt pretty complete from it's, what it's I was from able a game to jam. Yeah, uh, yeah. So first person, uh, the backgrounds, everything is in this uh, crazy color scheme. Uh, I mean, mostly black and white, some dashes of color, but it it's is from a Secret Santa Jam 2022. Yeah, uh, all all the it, it's like Vertigo. That's how I'm going to describe it. It's got like the swirling patterns, uh, definitely trying to distract you, and and some very gritty elements to it as you make it further in and explore the world that is the gap. Heavy grid lines, yeah, yeah. That uh, this game, uh, it evokes the Mirror's Edges 
of the world. Mm. Uh, some more movements. Titanfall two kind of um, neon white. neon white. A more recent example. That kind of parkour ish running through a course to dip from the start to the end. Uh, the premise here is basically just you have what is it, like a rabbit creature that you meet with yeah. of some type who then yeah. wants you to find all our friends and then you walk down a corridor to get to whatever level it is. That first save level, his friends. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that first uh, level, man, that uh, it was tough. It was tough because it's it's structured like an obstacle course, right? Yep. But by obstacle course, I really mean just more uh, jumping from platform to platform. There are these tr- tracks on the sides that sometimes you'll have to jump, slide across, and then jump across the other side to slide more. And it just continually, very quickly, ramps up in difficulty. And so they, they give you this sort of brief tutorial at the start of the level about the basic mechanics, but they expect you to have mastery of it pretty quick. And uh, you end up hitting your head against the wall quite a bit with it. Now, that said, I, I got over that hump, and once you complete it, boy, do you feel accomplished. But it was a real, real painful process to get through all that first level. See, you're talking about the prologue bit before you run into the rabbit guy? No, I was talking about the first actual ah, level. The level. I think okay. you find it like a frog, right? Or something like that. So you don't have to play it in any particular order because yeah. you arrive mm. at this this cylinder and you can go down to different <clears throat> levels uh, in order to try the different pieces of the game. Each one of them has somebody that you're trying to help out, uh, whether it's at the start or the end. But, man, that second one... That's what really tripped me up. This room that you fall into, (laughs) and there's just a creature that's trapped, and you have to find the numbers to use this keypad that's on the the door, but the whole time there is a monster that will constantly catch you and reset it, so everything starts over. All the numbers change. Um, And, of course, one of the numbers is completely crossed out on the wall. Yep. Yep. That was, one that one actually reminded me a little bit of Escape Academy where it had <laughs> like here's the item that you interact with this chest. This chest has a number but also a wrench that goes over to this uh wheel that you need to unhinge and then you piece together different pieces of it. I uh I brute forced that puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I saw the three of them and I just sort of typed in one for the blank one, and eventually got to the right one. But yeah, if, if you get the fail state, it just pops these big red glowing eyes and uh, turns everything else black. It's kind of startling. And, and it has like a sound that corresponds to it too. It's like a high-pitched yeah. sound. Uh, what I found pretty quickly was that you can stare up at the monster when the chains jingle, and he will not come down and get you because you'll hmm. see the eyes above you. But, man, that guy sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, anybody else want to throw in on this one? Alex, you got any feelings one way or the other? I really like the tunes. I like the music. I like a little, like, little funky bass line that's going on while you're, while you're doing some of these courses. And that's pretty fun. 
I had uh, a little bit more difficulty figuring out the parkour of it. <clears throat> I'm meaning that like I just I couldn't get a feel of like where that me hitting the uh, the uh, the end of the ledge. Like I felt like I would jump, but he would just run straight downward. So it's like okay, I got to jump a little bit earlier. I got to go a little bit, you know, faster. Or I got to move a little this way and that way. So I had a little bit more tough time figuring out the movement. But otherwise, I I really like a lot of the aesthetic and the art as well as some of those that music. The music was really catchy. Yeah, it, it had that sort of threatening tone to it, even with that kind of eclectic uh, baseline throughout it. That that last th- or that third level, I I really it is a mess. Is <laughs> <The screen laughs> just like I. I Full disclosure, I didn't get through the third level, but there's this section where it's nine different platforms. There's one of the platforms that goes above the level you're at, and then there are those hooks, those walls that you're supposed to glide across, and it wanted you to glide along it, jump to the right to jump on top of that platform, then do another hook around like that. I uh, I struggled sometimes with this game with the in-air movement, because there were some times where I felt like I had a lot of control over the the way I can sort of curve in air, and then there were certain sections, especially in that first level, one of the first times you have to wall jump, you have to jump from one of the walls to a very narrow slice of ground, mm-hmm. and it it took me a good while to nail that, and I still didn't necessarily feel like it was skill. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's more an indictment on my play, but... Uh, no, there's a fair it, amount of luck, too. It felt a little... See, Unwieldy's almost wrong, because there was sort of a heft and a weight to your movement. It just didn't feel consistent. And I'm not sure if that's more just the engine that is being made in or what, but... Yeah, so... Interesting. This was kind of a crazy one. Uh, Alec, did you get a chance to try this guy out? No, I couldn't get it to run in line. That's okay. Uh, But the gap, definitely a challenging platforming game, but still worth a look. Uh, A lot of good elements to it. I'd be interested to see if they're able to do anything else with it or if they're going to keep at it. Uh, Give it a a look. Uh, See, uh, you know, we, we want everybody else to try out these betas too. Uh, I would love for this just, to become like a full retail game. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, a lot of fun. Uh, if not infuriating at times, but still, give it a look. Uh, the other game that we got to play, and uh, I did not get to play it, and I do not think that Joel got to play it. Nope. Unfortunately, one of the, the high-stakes parts of testing out betas is that there are windows that you have to sign up for betas within. Uh, This one was until January 1st. I neglected to check it until January 2nd. Couldn't get in. Uh, But Alec and Alex should be able to report back on Pingo. You guys play some Pingo? Uh, Pingo, here we go. Uh, (laughs) Pingo is a... third-person action platformer. I want to say if you've played something like uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, Mm. 
it is akin to that where you're just in this small diorama style level. You can jump and you can crouch and that's kind of it trying to traverse this area trying to make it to the end flag there's usually like a halfway point and you're collecting coins along the way which can be used to give yourself cosmetics Ooh, like me some yeah. cosmetics oh, and what kind are we talking hats. here yeah, just hats. Hats. yep <laughs> But th- there is a lot to it's a uh, it's really called Pingo Adventure, so uh, I just wanted to make that one clear. Um, but it's it's pretty fun, and and, and uh, you're this little blob character. It looks like again like a little treasure tra- uh, or Captain Toad treasure tracker, or um, I want to say like a like a Mario sixty four. But uh, again, your character's a little blob named Pingo, and he's got different colors. And uh, that's kind of uh, it going from place to place. The, the levels are kind of clever. The puzzles are a little bit uh, like there's hidden hidden pathways and waterfalls or um, trying to figure out how to best uh, climb a ladder. The, the real, I want to say the real kind of thing for me was that I found it a little floaty while also a little like icy. The your pingo is very slippery. Does he uh, glisten? Like, does he appear to be moist? Or he's got you're a shine like, to him. He's got a shine to him. You're not playing on ice, right? Like no. the the levels vary. You're there might to, be an ice level further down the road. But he's uh, kind of okay. I think I'm picturing it now. Very Kirby esque. Uh, Alec, what did you think about pingo? You know, I. Uh, had a lot of fun with it, but uh, there was, it was, I think what you're trying to get at is some of the tightness in the platforming felt too exacting. Like, you had to hit the platforms exactly right to get your jump down. Is that what you were trying to get at with the iciness? That, but I also found out that I would kind of slide off the edge of things. I only slid off the edge of uh, leaves. They would collapse on me. Oh, snap. Oh, that, that was one of them. Yep, maybe Alec is better at Pingo than me. That's perfectly fine. But also, like, I did feel like a little floaty. You know, it's just a little... Yeah, I felt like, just in general, the movement could have been a little tighter. Um, but I feel like, you know, that's why we're, we're playing this game that uh, is still in the process, uh, looking like a, Q- a Q4 2023 release. Yeah, this beta test is long, isn't it? If you're in, you have it until March? Wow. Yeah, looks like it. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that would be just kind of like a little bit of the, my critiques is that it just feels a little bit unwieldy as far as the movement. And then a li- the camera does get a little uh, also uh, the camera is kind of r- like a little wiggly like Pingo. You can spin it, but it's it's, n- it's not always on Pingo. It like spins <laughs> it and then it recenters it on you. Yeah. Hmm. So. But I like it. It's colorful. It's cute. It's very uh, it's got that. uh you know the the heyday of bringing characters like Bonk or Gex <laughs> or you know Pingo is a cute one. He's just a little Kirby like guy and he makes little cute sounds. So I don't, I could see that being like a mascot. Make a right. series of Pingo adventures. Make so Pingo tell Adventure me, seven. Do you get to pick your Pingo color? You do. Oh mm. yeah. Okay, and you said that for cosmetics, it's just hats or it's other stuff as well. Uh, all I saw were hats. But we are only getting the beta for right now. Right, right, right. But my main concern is what color and hat did you yeah, equip what, to your Pingo? What is your Pingo color? 
I went with the blue pingo with a crown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a I had a I went from green to blue. I like green, but then also that royal blue is real hot. It's a real hot yeah, pingo was... look. No hat. And uh, naturally, pingo is orange. <laughs> Little orange guy, it's hanging out. I like the idea of an orange pingo. Yeah. And you you uh, you know you get you lift boxes and you move things around and uh, solve lots and lots of puzzles. And these are getting a little they're really. I I do like a bite-sized puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm going to do a level or two in like 15 minutes, 10 minutes maybe, and then kind of walk away for a bit. So I like a little bite-sized. Did you figure out how to get to the coin in the tutorial level? Is that the one that's on the top? Yeah. You take the, you have to stack the boxes. You have to find a way to move the boxes so they end up making like a staircase, I think. Yeah, I had a hard time trying to stack those boxes. <laughs> I could not do it. Yeah. It, it, it took some getting used to it. Okay. So that is Pingo. Hopefully we'll have some updates on it as it progresses. Hopefully they're doing some updates, getting some feedback, you know, regular beta life cycle here. Uh, could make another appearance on the podcast. Maybe next time I'll get to play a Pingo too. You mean well, you're going to play Pingo too when that comes out? I no, a T-O-O. <laughs> Come on. I know you can't see it, but I know that you know English. <laughs> it's going to be like Pingo T-O-O, and then it's going to be a co-op game. Ooh. Oh, see, that's, Ooh, you know what? That's clever. I, I like that. You should copyright that before they get the chance to. <laughs> uh, and then sell it to them, ultimately. But let's <laughs> maybe not do that. Uh, then hopefully gave them an idea. Let's uh, pingo our way over to a break. How's that sound, guys? Hey news, it's been nearly four years of bad jokes. How do you cope? Is this getting somewhere? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the jokes just keep coming, and so does the news. I'm trying to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, very Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be a slow news week, and then I scroll down and there's 15 articles that I was supposed to read. Guys, I can't read. This is a farce. All right. That's an exaggeration. That's not 15. <laughs> oh, you're not counting the freebies. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> that's that's Clearly fair. you <laughs> underestimate the power of the freebies. There's a lot of freebies. Yeah. I found some good ones, guys. Yeah, a dozen freebies. Okay, right, let's see here. Uh, let's go to Sony announces Project Leonardo, a customizable accessibility controller kit. Had you actually taken a look at this yet? Yeah, this looks. It, <clears throat> this started kind of like when the Xbox did this a while ago, right? Hmm. I, and I now work. Yeah. Good. I kind of love it. Almost looks like an old joystick <laughs> with a circle of buttons. So it's an interesting looking design. Uh, yeah. But to your point, Microsoft had sort of was a couple of years ago released their own 
accessibility kit or controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a generation ago. Which is still not to say that this is like, this isn't also very cool. I don't want to, you know, say that, you know, what I, I don't want to say anything negative about, you know, accessibility options. I just think it's like, it's cool that people are doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. any anything that lowers the barrier, because, yeah, it's great that Xbox did one, but I'm sure plenty of people would want a, a Sony-specific solution, too. Right, yeah. Nintendo, we're looking at you. It was called the Wii Remote, and you all played it. <laughs> uh, the buttons are wrong, Joel. The buttons are wrong for Nintendo. The Wii Remote? Yeah. It's called the Wii Mode, Joel. Get it right. I'm going to keep doing this. Yep. Wii I'm remote. actually backing Alex on this one. Hmm. So you, you tell me it's a Wii Remote? It's, 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 been, it's been too long. I, I forgot the lingo. <laughs> Sorry. Mr. Nintendo here. Yeah. Mr. Nintendo. All he does yeah. is play Nintendogs now. Talks about Nintendogs how his and cats. And talk about how his body's prepared. Yeah. <laughs> My body is the right ready. quote, Joel. Mm, you, uh, you, you don't want to prepare my body. <laughs> Joel was talking to some mean smack earlier this week, like, I know I'm the only person that plays on the Nintendo Switch. Like, man, you're tripping. You, you are like 50 hours in Persona 5 again. Yeah. You are mischaracterizing what I said entirely. No, I think that's exactly. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go to the mm. message. This, let's go to the okay. next news yeah. story before yeah. we get personal. While <laughs> I'm going to the message, I can multitask here and say that a new Hitman trilogy is becoming the world of assassination in one complete collection. You guys play any of these new Hitmans? I played the first and the second, but not very much. I want to go back and just dig into them. But it's pretty cool the way these games have been like more of a, a a platform so they just kind of give you these levels and then they give you all of these different challenges to get you to replay them and they just kept releasing more dlc maps for each game and then started releasing timed assassinations so in like a level there will be a new character wandering around sometimes celebrities being sean bean and other people <laughs> and he doesn't you survive and, does he never no and the idea is that you get one chance to uh, try to assassinate them, and if you fail, the level is gone for like forever. And then the next week, another one opens up. So they would do these all these mini, mini you know assassinations that they would just be in these like you have to just know the map well enough. And they just kept doing it, and then they made these new each new game with new iterations. But they kept doing the you know the same you know limited you know, assassinations for the first game and the second game, even though the third game's out. So they just kept iterating and iterating to the point that with the third game, they said, okay, we're just going to include the first two games in it, but now we're just going to resell the full package. If you have the, uh, the first game, the, like the second, first or second game, the third game will be discounted. Or if you, you know, there's ways to pull everything together, but they want it to be one seamless menu. You okay. go to the menu and all of the games are there. And that's what I think is pretty good. That's a it's a good way to market it too, because the way that you play Hitman, and Alex said that he has, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but learning those maps and uh, timing is essentially you have to figure out. I I only have experience with the ones from way back in the day, and even those were like, all right, you go, 
you are trying to assassinate somebody in uh, a meeting room and they're across the way there's like six people in the room and all you have is a couple of dossiers and hints that you pick up and from observing the the people and uh trying to figure out who it is and it it just gets more and more complicated from from there that's like a, a straightforward mission other times it's like oh go find this guy and and kill him and you have to infiltrate a party uh in the middle of the day everybody's moving around these games so, are fun the way i uh, way i, I kind of suggested to you getty that yeah uh, you and i play the the hitman games together like in the same room because it ends up being like uh what was that what was the last arcane game De- death loop okay death loop but uh bigger maps oh way and, bigger yeah way bigger maps than death loop and then you just, you know, the, you, once you uh, defeat the or assassinate the person in that level, there are like 17 other like ways to do it that you could have done. It's really just like, oh, here's you found an exploding golf ball. You can now t- become a, pr- uh, a pro inst- a golf instructor and, ha- and try to teach the target how to play golf on his swing and have him kill himself by hitting an exploding golf ball. You know, it's like they really kind of give you all of this, all of the different tools and all of the different ways to get these wacky, wacky scenarios. I've seen in Hitman one at one point you fake a, becoming a band member and you can just do a, a kick and drum solo. <laughs> just stuff like that is real silly that they put in there that you can never see or you the game will lead you to see all of it. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, there's no one way to go about assassinating somebody. Uh, that's the the real coolness I mean, of that's just Hitman. That's just the theme of life. Yeah, you just be really straightforward and you know sneak up behind him, or you could there's do a thousand some ways to murder somebody. That's like a good life lesson. Elaborate scheme that involves yeah, just just about anything. The world I'm is on the your scenario. weapon. I'm on the scenario right now where you start a podcast and then you slowly poison them. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's only been, what, three and a half years? Maybe it's a, a long game, Getty. It's, you play in the long game. Yeah. You're straight up trying to kill me here. Yep. All right. Next up, Square Enix hints at separate new project in the works. Uh, so are we supposing that it could be uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or uh, Final Fantasy IX Remake? If it the, is a Final Fantasy IX remake, I want them to keep. The, I don't want them to do this new active uh, ARPG battle system. I want it my good old turn-based Final Fantasy. You don't get to pick. I know. <laughs> I was about to say that. I'm just going to be disappointed. Unfortunately, for the rest of my Alec, life. Crisis Core was real successful. Or not Crisis Core. Uh, Final re- Fantasy remake. Seven, yeah. Yeah. It was real successful, man. Like like gobs of money. It needed to be, <laughs> with how much yeah. time and effort and resources they poured into that. And uh, making it into three separate games instead of just trying to release it all in one shot. But, boy, oh boy. The reason for, the reason for these new theories are the fact that uh, there, when we, this is real early on, I think went before Alec, but after Getty, we had, there was a huge NVIDIA leak. Yeah, where in 
Nvidia was making was working on their streaming service, and they had a list of of games that were going to come to it, and they were all just ge- unreleased games, and everybody kind of was like, "This is ridiculous. This is these games will never get made. This is a lot." And right now, I think these are one of the last couple games left on that Nvidia leak that has not come true. Mm. Okay. Will it happen? Eh. Are we going to be here to break that news when it does? Hell yeah. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. We've all been poisoned or not. Yeah. (laughs) Slowly poisoned over the years. It's a long game, Gaddy. It's a long game. Speaking of long games. I'm grateful for remote work here. (laughs) Atlas teases several unannounced titles. Soul Hackers all night. Dancing all night. I mean, I did pick up Soul Hackers 2. I don't know. I didn't start it yet, though. Uh, Big Brother of the this... Podcast just finished it. Phil but just finished it, and he said he was, it was pretty good, but he still liked Soul Hackers 1 better. Based on what we've seen recently, you know, it could be a Persona game. Oh, Persona one of the ones. We. What do we got? There. That is rumored that there's Persona 3 remake that's going to be ah. the same style of game as Persona 5. Huh. Well. I mean, okay. I'd play it. Oh, you know, that's my Persona. I played through most of the third one when you let me borrow your Vita, and then, you know, a bunch of other stuff came out, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to finish this. So. (laughs) that's, That's the one I started with. That's my favorite. It's like Doctor Who. You pick your favorite based on the first one you got, usually. Uh, crazy question, Joel, but you ever finish that uh, SMT5? I didn't trade it in. Does that count? Okay. <laughs> it counts for something. It counts for... You still have it. All yep. right. I haven't closed I mean, the door on continuing. the possibility. Let's put it that way. I mean... Joel, what did you sell? Uh, game of the year 2022 Elden Ring. No way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I, mm-hmm. You what, didn't finish did you, it? Mm-mm. You also did near near replicate, right? I also returned near replicate. Because uh, you're not going to actually beat that one. <laughs> no, it, it it counts as a beat. I saw credits. That's what's important. I know. Uh, I mean, I you see I, credits in what near automata. automata if you eat a fish. So yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed that game a lot. <laughs> it was good. It was very good. I, I still have, like, hopes and dreams of going back for the other two endings, so. I I wish I liked that story. I can't afford to. Did. Joel has quotas now. I do? He's not falling you behind this year. You're going to win. Yeah. He, it's your year. He's going to destroy Alex. Yeah, do you want my list of, like, 15-minute indie games? This is my... Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want to take the tat of enjoying what I'm playing too here. <laughs> I, that's, that's all that's, I can ask for. That's a that's a loser's mentality. Oh, no, this says a loser. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll win on my terms. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> good. We'll go punch for punch. As long as we're still playing by golf rules. <laughs> Are we punching each other now? We have never so, so played how, by golf rules. How would oh, we get it. into the negative points on the beat list? Like, 
if you buy a game we... and you don't play it or beat it, does that count as a minus one? It might. If it's still, how about if you buy a game and it's still in the shrink wrap? Ooh, there you go. Hmm. I guess that's proof you haven't played it yet. <laughs> Unless you have it for another console or PC. This, this also would have to be based on the honor system too. Which oh, uh, and I don't trust you guys at all. Yeah. So. Nope. Yeah. I wouldn't. <clears throat> What's next, Getty? Uh, 3DS game. Pocket Card Jockey from Game Freak is coming to Apple Arcade. We talked about this game during the break and also on the podcast at some point. Yeah. Fucking good game. Pretty Whoa. good F bomb for the week. Did you just drop an F bomb? <laughs> yeah, that's the first Real one. casual like year. <laughs> that reminds me, I need to change our podcast to explicit sometime here. Ugh. Why? <laughs> For to be dropping f bombs left hey, and right. Then. Hey Alex, why <laughs> yeah. the fuck not? Oh, <laughs> got you good. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Next. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drop zone and IK. What's IK? International Karate. International Karate developer Archer McLean dies at age sixty. So uh, that's really young. Yeah, th- those yeah. two games are ones that released on the Amiga Commodore. Um, International Karate was a big one for me growing up. They also released sort of an expansion called International Karate Plus. Uh, I've been in the process of trying to figure out how to do emulation for some of those old games. And let me tell you, you basically have to emulate the entire computer and bootstrap <laughs> for the game itself, so it's a little more tangled up than I expected, but... Uh, yeah, just a, a, a bummer that uh, some of these old developers are starting to pass on and, uh, you know, some of this history is going to be lost over time, but, yeah. Okay. Well, next news article. <laughs> I don't know who wants to do this one. This isn't really my news article. Uh, hold on. Um... Uh, this is Joel. <laughs> it is. There's not. There's not much to say. There's not much to say other than uh, in current political news, the uh, House of Representatives hasn't figured out how to, you know, vote a leader in, so they can't do any actual governing, and uh, you know, there, there's a Democrat named Hakeem Jeffries who I think the Democrats are trying to nominate over the Republicans. And every time they fail to vote in the Republican, some congressperson yells, Hakeem Jeffries, like Leroy Jenkins. Mm. Hakeem Jeffries. That's right. I think we're dating ourselves with the Leroy Jenkins. Well, the, the, we that were congressman's a- 50 years old. <laughs> it's, it's, also, I was gonna say, there had to be there had we were just waiting for like the first like, you know, the first president like wh- like where when's the first like, I grew up with the PlayStation president, like the first president like let's look at the history of the president. Here's him dabbing. You know, I mean, like, we've already we had the first that. shit poster president, so <laughs> exactly, and that's what <laughs> that's I mean. Is now we have like a, a World of Warcraft sh- playing congressman, which is again. 
you know, sadly, 50 is like, like, you know, not that much older than us. So at, at a certain extent, like what? we're getting to that point. <laughs> Dude, it's still like 13 years. Yeah, I, you, you don't need to speed I'm up the closer timeline to, here. I think I'm closer to 25 than I am 50, okay? We we had a Congress person that got in trouble Just for using barely. campaign yeah, funds for still, like loot boxes, right? Wait, wait, the guy who used his campaign, he misused his campaign finances for Steam games? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was an Illinois congressman, I think. I think. Oh, Illinois politics. Hey, man, those games ain't cheap. What, the last three out of five governors are in prison? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all those games were pretty cheap, if I remember correctly. He just bought a lot of them. (laughs) He's just giving them out to his friends. Alex, we have to have a discussion about that. (laughs) Where's this money coming from? (laughs) Give me a copy of Portal 2. I'll vote for you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness gracious. Oh, Super GG radio, easily, easily, easily manipulated. <laughs> I mean, we could have been pushing boner pills. <laughs> we sure could. We sure, we sure, probably can. Getty, let me tell you about Athletic Greens. Use oh, code no. super, <sighs> super, super GG at checkout. <laughs> All right, world hymns. World it's also for him of horror goes 1.0 summer 2023 this has been an early access for about a, at least over a year it's been an early access since since i was in early access they call this the one bit horror game very inspired by junji ito yeah i was gonna say wasn't it over on the xbox game pass it was i don't think it is anymore but yeah, that thing has been uh, circling around for a while here. Yeah, we tried to get a copy of it a while back, and it never happened. Huh. But we were very interested in this one. Wonder very why that is. Oh, the preview is... Oh, no, it's only for purchase on the Xbox Game Pass. You can't get it anymore. Yeah. Well, that, it was, when it first came out, it was a long time ago. We were still getting a little bit... Getting our foot in the door now. We try. Most of the time. We do. Uh... All right, <laughs> sure. Starfield is coming soon. <laughs> the well, the real news about this is that they ex people are really worried about Xbox and their their inability to have exclusives. There hasn't been uh, an Xbox exclusive since Halo Infinite, which was like what March of last year. Hey man, when's the multiplayer coming out for that? Uh, the multiplayer has been out. You mean the story mode? Yeah, That's, story that, mo- that came out already. Story mode multiplayer? That's a thing? September. Oh, yeah? Came out September last you year. You sure about that? It was not hyped up at all. Yeah, actually, it, it, uh, I I am sure about that. Because, but it's very funny that no one really knew about it. Everyone's like, wait, the multiplayer is live? Yeah. Um, So people are worried about that, and Xbox had said that there will be an exclusive uh, from Bethesda by uh first quarter of 2023 and they have also opened up the starfield uh you know troubleshooting page if you're having problems with starfield go ahead and uh go ahead and go to this website and we'll help troubleshoot your issues with starfield that's up right now yes and that's where people are like oh it's coming soon oh if i go to that page right now and say why isn't this game out will they help me that's actually like the number for like that's like the first question (laughs) on there uh Thankfully, the rest of the internet is filled with trolls, so I don't have to. 
Yeah, Bethesda support. Let me see here. Uh, and then go live. also Redfall is coming in May. Yeah, people because they also said that Redfall was coming after. Redfall. Uh, the first question is when is Star uh, when is Starfield's release date? And the answer is uh, when you uh, get it. First, first half of twenty twenty three. First half. Yep. But they said in at at the at their quote unquote E three that it'd be first quarter. And you trust everything that Microsoft tells you? No, I'm not saying that. But we're also saying is that they also just put the support page live. Which means that they're trying. Okay. Yep. I, I, I don't doubt it. They're definitely trying. I'm sure that the game will come out eventually. Which one comes out first, Starfield or Silk Song? Starfield. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Starfield denier. I think Starfield's going to come out and people are going to hate it. What? That never happens. People don't hype up games and then automatically hate them. Yeah, it's not like Fallout 76 really was that bad. I mean, there's there's more than just that example. but Yep. Also, uh, Silk Song is, never, is, is... It might as well be Vaporware. <laughs> but it's coming might out, as well. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll come out, I know. It just, it Maybe we should make well. that a side bet. <clears throat> uh, okay. What do you want to bet? <laughs> who wants who wants this action? Because I know that Alec, Alex will definitely who wants, pay do you win it on out. This? What do you want to do? Wait, 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 wait. What's, <laughs> what is the side bet? Whether or not it ever comes out? No, I bet Silk Song doesn't come out this year. Oh yeah, then hands down. That's uh, I don't take bets. I have no chance of winning. You know, I'm willing to take that bet. I'll, okay, I'll what take do you that do? bet. What do you want to do, Joel? Hmm. Assign whoever wins gets to assign video game punishment to the other person. Okay. <laughs> not not homework punishment. Uh, it's well, punishment. Punishment, but what is like that? What is the criteria of that? You got to play how many hours? Well, I, I think one of the criteria has to be it's a beatable game that isn't a huge time sink. Okay, so five hours, six hours, twenty. No more than ten. Okay. There's so no evidence that this happened. Taken and Death going, Stranding we're also, off the table for Alex. <laughs> no, well, the re- I'll play Death Stranding again. No, no, no. I'm more... Th- well, you hold on. assigning it to him is what I'm saying. It has now been taken off the oh. table. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't my plan. I'm not going to give him a good game. Um, <laughs> no, I guess the question I also have is that, like, let's just... Like, we'll go off of time to beat, even though I feel like that's going to bite me in the ass. Because I feel like Joel's is going to do super ghouls and ghosts, and I'm just going to be pissed. And it's like, time to beat? It's like two hours. And it's like, no, it's not. No, I, I want to. actually less than that, but. It's like 20 hours. That thing's a pain. Okay. What's up? I, I'm going to be a little more creative than that. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid the retro stuff. Uh I do like. Oh I do man! Like how I'll, sp- I'll hit credits on Minecraft. Do you want to do this? Let's do this. I do this. like how we're speaking in terms of me being the presumed winner, though. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging that. But that would be nice. I, um, I know. I just don't want you to be like shitty and do that. <laughs> ah, crap! That doesn't help. I was hoping Minecraft. I feel like you can beat Minecraft in less than 131 hours per how long to beat. I think speed running, you might be able to get it that quick, but. Like there are ways to break yeah. that game, just you have to get to. 
the ender the en- ender. ender dragon yeah yeah hmm. okay all right okay. now I time for our favorite part of the podcast the end no i'm kidding it's freebies <laughs> freebies, freebies. <laughs> enter freebie sound here freebies freebies, freebies. All right, Alex, you ready to run through these? I am. Okay. First up, Kerbal Space Program on the Epic Game Store. Kerbal Space Program is a space simulator where you will create a rocket ship and shoot your Kerbal characters into space, which you could then calculate mathematically the parabola the, the parabolas of your curve based on the gravity of whatever you're trying to land on and perform realistic spaceship landings. Ooh. It is very involved. I felt it's very I involved. felt very accomplished when I was able to get something out into orbit and return it back to the That's planet. really <laughs> impressive. That, I didn't make it that, that far. That's mine kept blowing up on the launch pad and I said I'm done. Yeah, that was my stopping <laughs> point. Very cool. All right, we have Shadow Tactics Ico's Choice, a standalone expansion over on the Epic Game Store. Yep, that is uh, a standalone expansion of Shadow Tactics Blades of something. The Shogun. Blades of the Shogun, which is a strategy tactical game with tiles we're moving along and doing turn-based combat with some stealth. With some stealth. Into the dangerous world I leap. I leapt? I leapt. leapt. Uh, this one is kind of a walking simulator, explore, uh, first-person exploration, um, as you are on a journey to find your brother in a strange, weird, cultish factory. <laughs> All right. SCP Containment Breach multiplayer on Steam. SCP is that uh, we keep coming back to this uh, writing group where it's everybody can just write stories about the SCP, which is kind of like X-Files. They have, you know, where that's where a lot of the stories and items came from for control. Uh, and then Containment Breach is a multiplayer in the style of like Half Life or, uh, but a more like serious. What was it? Uh, uh, Go home. Uh, CS Go. Oh. More of like CS Go. But uh, again, you're, you know, the little, there's uh, some mystical elements, some weird creatures, and other stuff going on. Okay. Navigate back over here. Sky, Children of the Light. That's... This is that game studio. They made Journey, huh. and they made Flower. This is their game. It was free on iOS for like a year, but now it is on a lot of other things. Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, uh, and Android, all for free. It's a very pleasant game. You're not going to get that curated experience like the prior games, but it's it's worth dipping into. Their concert series just ended. Joel, did you check out the concert series? No, I did not. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. They had a concert every three hours. Wow. All right. Propagation VR on Steam VR. Propagation is a horror VR game where you are. Well, let me see here. You're going through. The, it's a first-person shooter. Uh, as you're shooting waves of zombies through the zombie apocalypse, giant spiders, survival horror, all the gross, sticky, gooey, red blood stuff. <laughs> and then the Red Stare on Steam VR. The Red Stare is Soviet spy stuff where you're sneaking around and 
trying to uncover uh, Soviet Russian secrets. Is that offensive? It might be offensive. Yeah, probably. I didn't do the VR thing on purpose. It just I went to freebies <laughs> on Reddit, and that's mm-hmm. one of those yeah, are the two that sure. came up. Not that Alex is hyping the VR right now, but all right, let's uh, mellow out here in a break, and we'll be back soon. We're back, back with the backlog blog where we play games that uh, I didn't realize had a second act. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am here to tell you today about a game that I got for free when I backed a game on Kickstarter. Um, Weird. Why? Well, is it the developer? Yeah, it's the same developer. Oh, okay. What is their what's their new game called? Uh, it's that really new hotness that's gonna be a lot like Chrono Sea, sea of Stars. Is that what it's called? Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Sea of Stars. So that I'm, I backed I'm that, that and the tier that I chose was like, oh, you get a free copy of the Messenger, and I was like, okay, that's like Alex said, kind of weird, but I'm gonna <laughs> play it. Uh, I backed it a while ago too. I don't know if it was this last year or maybe it was a couple of years ago it, it games i think it was up. going to but it's real expensive isn't it i man i'm not gonna see that money forever it's an investment <laughs> i, I want to say it was like 45 well, which nice. isn't so bad but that game looks tell me about the messenger. real good but the messenger uh <laughs> you this is the metroidvania that i'm surprised that I have never heard Alec talk about it. And uh, maybe, have you played any of The Messenger? Or have you heard it? I haven't. This is news to me. Okay, so... Very shinobi? Yeah, you you basically play as a ninja, and you're tasked with taking this scroll and transporting it. You are The Messenger. And as you traverse the different maps, uh, you are on uh, just like a, a beeline to deliver this scroll uh to save the world all the time you're getting attacked from different angles and at the end of each of the zones you have to fight a boss unlocking different skills as you go so uh you'll kill enemies and you will unlock or you'll get gems that you use to unlock different uh like health upgrades or weapon upgrades so that you deal more damage or that you can jump higher do double jump that kind of stuff uh during the course of the game though like i always thought like okay just a little bit further just a little bit further and you hit like four five six different zones each of them a different locale uh and the platforming and different things that you have to accomplish gets more and more ridiculous so as a ninja you're able to do a a jump in the air and attack something and if you attack something then you regain your ability to jump so you can infinitely jump as long as you're hitting something that's on the screen that is interactable. Now, lanterns and other and enemies yeah, and stuff like that. But then 
it's like, okay, make it across this stage. There's no ground. Uh, and the only thing that is happening is enemies are shooting projectiles at weird intervals. So then you have to try and figure out, like, okay, if I jump here and I hit this lantern, then I jump again, I could probably do another jump before th throwing my rope and trying to make... It, it just gets more and more ridiculous as you go. But uh, some of the charm that the game has, whenever you get to a save point, you can go into the shop and talk to the shopkeeper, and he's got all of these different stories uh, that are kind of kooky, telling you about other heroes that have come before, uh, and, uh, of course, there's a cabinet at the back of the store that whenever you interact with it, the shopkeeper's like, don't do that. Don't. Just stop it. I'm telling you to stop. Just leave it alone. And you can continuously, like, every time you go in, bother him, and he just gets more and more aggravated with you. But very, very fast-paced if not a bit drawn out game. So once you make it all the way to the end, this game's like four years old, so I'm not going to spoil it too much. Once you get to the end where you're like, okay, I finally can deliver the scroll, uh, you're, it turns out like, oh yeah, by the way, that scroll was a map the whole time, and we're going to need you to open it, and there's a lot of other stuff that you have to do in order to save the world, so like, go get to it. And now it opens the world where you can travel to a bunch of different locations and go back and replay the areas, trying to find some of the stuff that you missed before. But the new areas that you unlock are even more challenging than the previous ones. Yep. This game, I thought it was going to be like pretty quick. It took a lot more time. And the amount of deaths that I racked up, I am not proud of. I feel like you're bearing the lead here on the different, like on the ability here. What do you mean the ability? There, like when you can't you like shift dimensions. That doesn't happen until the end of the game. Okay. So once you hit the second act, then you also get the ability to shift through time, jumping back and forth from the present to the future, and that is another element of being able to interact with the map and the different areas, because. You could get to one zone where you weren't able to go, like, let's say, down and to the right. And then once mm -hmm. you shift through time, that area will now be open for you to do. And uh, it it makes it uh, a lot more interesting in the end game, but not having that ability in the beginning, it, it would definitely feel unmanageable. So that is like eight hours in, you're unlocking this ability. And it also gives you, oh, like, it turns from 8-bit to 16-bit. Uh, it didn't feel like that much of a difference. But, yeah, the character, when you shift through time, everything changes, uh, including the way that the character looks. Well, from, from what I understood, I think that was, like, the standout, was that it goes from 8-bit to 16-bit, including, like, the music? The music definitely gets uh, ch less chippy when you jump through time. But the music is is uh, as Alex would say a jam like because oh, it's it's, it's constantly the same kind of thing and you you get access to the uh, like being able to change songs later and they call that jukebox yeah jukebox but this game pleasant surprise didn't know what I was getting into I was like ah oh, it'll be quick nope was not quick <laughs> ended up taking a lot more time than I thought very 
at times challenging, but overall manageable. Boss fights, I found, were easier than some of the platforming challenges. They just got so obnoxious at certain times that I was like, man, I gotta take a break from this, otherwise I'm gonna punt my Steam Deck. How much checkpointing <laughs> do they do in the levels? A fair amount, but it varies. Like, earlier on, it's not as much. When you get further, then it'll be like, sometimes it'll be pretty quick, other times it'll be way too far in between, and then you'll have to backtrack a bit. Okay, all right. Uh, worth noting here, if you're like us and keep Epic Games open, there's a good chance you probably already have it in your library. It's been given away for free a few times there, just for anybody listening. Checking mine now. <laughs> mine somehow got uninstalled on this PC. Gotta keep going. You know, what? I feel like I might also have it on Epic Game Store. I'm pretty sure I do. But yeah, this is yeah. uh even if you're not like a huge fan, eh, you could give it a shot. I'm more interested in the other game that they have that's gonna come out, but still still interesting. It is funny how they're jumping genres like that, though, right? It's a huge departure, if you think about it, going from a platforming game to a turn-based RPG. But in a way, they're still keeping with the kind of theme that it's... I'll be interested to see what they do, but it's in the same kind of style. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it's going to be a graphical masterpiece, as it were, like uh, playing God of War, Ragnarok. That thing oh, yeah. is beautiful. Uh, so that was The Messenger. And now Alex has instructed me to get in the car, loser. Get in the car, loser! This game I played this I played uh, over the break. It is... Uh, Getty, did you ever... You played Final Fantasy thirteen? Thirteen, Yes. So the battle system... And get in the car, loser, is a turn-based battle system where uh, people can have two separate roles. They can either be a tank, they can either be a tank healer, uh, physical DPS, or uh, magic DPS. But they can only be two of those things. So each character has two settings, pretty much, either like tank and healer, or sometimes they're DPS and tank, or sometimes they're healer and DPS. But the idea is they can swap between them. With that, you pre-build the three different you pre you pre-build three different parties. So you will go into a combat, and your first grouping is you're, you have a tank, healer, and DPS, and you fight the enemies. Your tank is getting aggro, getting attention, while your DPS DPSing and your healer is healing. Then you can also swap to you press you press uh, on the trigger and it swaps to your second configuration, which I had built everybody DPS and that's for burning down enemies that heal themselves. Okay. And you know, and then I had one that was just two DPS and a heal, so that way if my DPS starts getting de low on you know energy, I could still be focusing down, hitting really hard while healing. So you have three different configurations you built. You can equip your characters. And the game is, it is a story about a road trip in a mystical world, <laughs> a fantasy, but also like your characters are in college 
and you go to the the Mystic Arts College, and your best friend stole the ancient sword of flames to go fight uh, to defeat evil, and just grabs you and says, "Get in the car, loser! You and my new boyfriend, we're gonna go across country and we're gonna defeat evil and save the world." <laughs> and it's a road trip. You, it's pretty much a visual novel where your characters talk as the the ride continues and you switch lanes and the lanes tell you what's coming up there's a combat encounter in 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 three miles there's a rest stop in two miles or there's nothing in and for the next 10 miles and you pick a lane like if you're still oh i still got some hp left and you know my guys can take another fight i'll go into that lane to get some experience and some more money or if i need to rest up get some buy some goods and stuff like that i will go to the rest stop or just keep going with the visual novel. And when you get into fights, that turn-based combat where you're pressing buttons once your character's activity bar has filled up, but there's no choice. It's attack, heal, tank. You press those buttons. Okay. So A, B, and C. Okay, next you wait for the turn to fill up A, B, C, and then you switch party to whatever you want your party configuration to be. Once the combat's done, visual novel. And that's kind of the game. It's got a lot of quirks to it. It's it's very heavy on the LG, LT, uh, uh, LGBT. LGBT. Oh, I'm uh, you know, L, uh, LGBTQ. There you go. IA. IA. LGBTQ IA. That's what I was trying to figure out was IA. Um, so it's very heavy on that kind of story where it's a lot of characters uh, being very, you know, fluid in their... Uh, gender and what they what they, their preference is but also just kind of like just in general a very open-ended story uh with a bunch of friends going cross-country the music is very like k-poppy or you know like a little bit more like pop starry as in like you know the combat like lyrics kick in and it's like a pop star singing this upbeat tune while you're fighting but um it's a fun uh little you know, piece of adventure. I didn't really make it too far just because I started to like, I got the flow and then I just kind of kept going as it would just kind of keep being very similar. So I kind of wanted a little bit more from it. I'm probably going to pick away at it uh, a little bit more, but for the most part, I feel like I played about four hours of it and I really liked what I saw, but I also was like not in the mood for a visual novel and wanted a little bit more engage engagement. So yeah. I think that I'm probably going to keep going back to that. It's, it's good on the Steam Deck. Runs great. And the story is funny. I just, yeah, got to be like a little bit in the mood for that specific thing. All right. Very colorful, very artistic, very like it's very cartoony. So get in the car, loser. Joel, you want to toss something in there? For what? I don't know. I thought that Alex cut you off. Yep. I, uh, you know, I'm ready to get in the car. <laughs> oh, okay. <Beautiful. laughs> well, let's all get in the car, loser, and transition over to uh, what I can only imagine is a terrible mistake. Uh, I was told earlier that we might have our first video game homework of the year. Yes, we do. And is that what the promise of 2023 is? <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to... <laughs> Shout out that we're real excited for 2023. We've already started hustling and bustling. We started reaching out. We started, we got an Extra Life team already. We have uh, confirmed guests, confirmed interviews. We have a bunch of other ones waiting in the ether. 
that are, you know, we're still waiting for responses, but I'm still just very excited uh, for what 2023 is. Uh, I just want to say that. I'm very excited. I'm excited uh, for you. For the rest yeah. of us, not so much. I'll, next. I'll have a review ready by next week, so. Uh, funny enough, we also, uh, there's like two other reviews ready. We're hitting the ground running. Are we? Yep. Okay. So that's the promise of 2023. If we break it, don't feel bad, because we already do. Alec, you are our teacher, our Sherpa, yes. our guide into the adventures of what What the hell are we going to play? What the hell are we going to play? Well, this game is one that's near and dear to my heart. It's been out since uh, 1999. I went back and looked it up. Oh, I don't love this. <laughs> I like where this is going. And it is one of those games that just one more round. And oh, God, why is the sun up? So the homework assignment is Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Wow. Wow. Oh it's been forever since I Why played are we doing that. This? Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun. <laughs> now, oh, I don't. Oh. I'm not expecting us to beat the campaign because that would take forever. It comes with three campaigns unlocked at the beginning, and pick one of them and go for it. Oh, how long are we playing this? Oh, is through one of the campaigns? Is this? Oh, you want us to beat a campaign? Yes. Okay. Oh, right. oh yeah. This is the game I played a ton of this as a kid. Where is yeah. the wow. easiest place for me to obtain this? Steam. Steam, Steam. is looking like fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, that's actually not bad. I'm going to put that in there right now. Purchase for myself. <laughs> I don't... Wow, I Alec always delivering us Alex the deep cuts. All right. Oh, man. Good choice, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alec, you picked the deep cuts, and honestly, this, these, this is a series that I have never touched but have always been aware of. And the fact that I have never touched it but I've been aware of it means that it probably is in high acclaim. This is almost exactly the point of video game homework. I the try. Point, <laughs> the point is that we're there are games that a lot of people find as like the classics, and not all of us have played them, and maybe we should. So should be mostly functional on Steam Deck. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good Man, luck. I got, I got some assignments, some stuff to do. Because we also got the yes. the Secret Santa games. Mm -hmm. So yes. while we have been assigned this, uh, it's still going to be a little bit of time before we get to it. Um, as, as you are all reminded, we have so much else to talk about. We've got our Secret Santa homework that we're going to have to turn in here... Uh, towards the end of the month and alex also got us pc building simulator that we need to experience and talk about so buckle up we got way too much more like to fuck, more like fuckle up <laughs> you know no. it, it, when, when you force it, it hmm <laughs> he had that like written down on a notebook for a week. Still pretty good. And he was like, it's "I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna shove this into the podcast somewhere." 
<laughs> okay. It had to be organic, and you said buckle up. Nope. That, that's not organic. <laughs> no, it's not. You're just <laughs> adding that, fuck to different that, things. It's that, not. That's organic in the way that food is labeled as organic. It, yeah. Just because you put organic on it doesn't make it organic. <laughs> Man, you ever, ever had organic spinach? It's probably no. the same as spinach. It's like... It's like uh... God, why am I engaging? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was yawning, too, so I, I can't even help you out of it. Okay. I'm taking us out of here. We're going to one last thing. This week's one last thing is brought to you by realizing the beat list has started over, and now you can win it. Talking to you, Joel. We got this. <laughs> you got this. Because Alex is out this year. Don't even yep. have to worry about him. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the sleeper. Yeah, I would I actually love that, there. Alec. Could be, could be Alec as <laughs> Alec well. would be the citizen sleeper. hi Is that supposed to be a relevant video game? Yeah, that's you, what that's I got for my Secret Santa. Yep. All right. I'm clever, Getty. Just just a reminder, use the word fuckle. <laughs> Nothing clever about that. Oh. <sighs> Or is there? No. The secret mm. third level of cleverness. <laughs> no, this, this, is, at all. this is not one of those things that gets so bad it's funny again. It's just it's, it's just wasn't bad. funny to begin with. <laughs> all right. One last I gotta thing. I got to laugh. My one last thing will be that uh, I am still plugging away at Persona 5 on the Switch so that one day I can finish it for a third time. That's right. Do you Third change? Charm. Do you change who you court each time you play? Oh yeah, yeah, you got to. Okay. With that many choices, yep. I'm gonna go for the Absolutely. one that Alex couldn't get, which is uh, the new character that they uh, added. All right, I got her. No, you said that you couldn't because you missed one of the options. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. I didn't get it. I know yeah. I am. That's what I do. <laughs> who would you get in Royal? What? Originally? Who would you romance in Royal when you played it on PS5? When I played PS4? it the second time? Mm-hmm. I, it was on 4. Both times was on PlayStation 4. Uh, Futaba yeah, was the second time. Oh, you went to the underage girl? Weird. <laughs> the first time it was the teacher. So there's some really weird relationships. Yeah. In there. The first time I played it was on was the the goth doctor. Still super weird. Yeah. So Getty, did first time you had it hot for teacher. That's exactly yeah. what we're getting at. <laughs> All right, Alex. Uh, again, Alec, you have played Persona Man. She moonlights as a sexy man. Yep. Yeah. It nice. it's something else. <laughs> Alex, one last thing. thing. I got an Oculus too, so uh, a lot of my stuff that I've been playing has really, like every time it's like, oh, I have to stop playing Beat Saber to to, to actually play some other video games. I don't want to do that. I'm going to play more Beat Saber. Like I almost didn't play the betas this week because I was like, I just want to play a little more Beat Saber. I was almost late to the podcast this week because I was like, I could probably do one more song in Beat Saber. One foot into the metaverse. Alex is just Beat Sabering it off over there. And you say, I'm not clever. I, I thought that was more clever. 
Mm, you could do better, Gabby. Yeah, I no, I can't. All right, now that Alex is into the the metaverse, Joel, enlighten us. <laughs> I've got two here. So uh, one, thank you, Alec, for your gift. Uh, the Tapcom beat 'em up bundle is going to be a great way for me to stay on the beat list and competitive. Yeah, <laughs> does those each count. each of those count as one <laughs> individually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two. I am, am pleased to report that uh, Kelly is full tilt in the Vampire Survivors now, too. Nice. Uh, ever ever since we started doing the streams where she picked the weapons and we sort of worked together on that, like, the light switched on her brain last time where she's like, oh, wait, like, we got all these weapons that can combine into new weapons if we stack weapons on weapons on weapons <laughs> then match up the accessories right joel give her a new progress tell her to either put it on her phone or put it on the switch hmm it's not on the switch yet it really yeah that's it that's the one holdout that's i right, think right now which is weird because wow, that's, that's like wild. the place it should be other than yeah it is but uh yeah if that day comes sure all right alec take us home well, not going home with Spider-Man. Going home with Citizen Sleeper. <laughs> Gonna yeah. have to put, put pump the brakes on Spider-Man a little bit so I can actually get into other games. But I, I've just been sucked into Spider-Man. I was like, ooh, nobody's at the podcast yet. I'm going to get in a little web-slinging. It's just fun. Feels good. It is. It's, good, mm-hmm. it's just good, wholesome fun. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Not a thing. All right, that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where do, are we back to regular streaming plans? No. We will be. <laughs> I took Monday off because it was, a, it was a holiday, but now we are back to backlogging on the Mondays. Skater XL on the Tuesdays. Joel is. I'm, I'm gonna, seems to be. I'm gonna be honest here. If I'm streaming right now, it's Vampire Survivors. That's, All right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Basically, any day that's not taken that's free with me and Kelly will probably be playing Vampire Survivors. So. Nothing wrong. Take a with little that? break from being the bad guy. Hmm. Take a little break from being the bad oh, guy. Oh, I'll, I'll go full tilt back when we get back there. Um, that that game, uh, it has helped me take breaks intermittently to sort of refresh my mindset and, and attack it from a different point of view. Uh, Disco Elysium is a, a dense game. Just a lot to explore. And even just a lot to, like, take in. Like, every conversation is, like, a paragraph. Well, everything's heavy and morbid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And depressing too, but oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, and then uh, then it's uh it's Saturdays. Nothing on Sundays. Podcast Thursdays. We do. We have a podcast. Presumably. Yep. Could have fooled me. Also, we will we will be back on the YouTube's, back on the TikToks, back on the SuperGGRadio.com with some reviews and previews and all the good stuff. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy realizing that we're already on the 10th vote for new host. So, like... It's 11th, oh. actually. Oh, man. Daddy, you didn't pass past the 11th ballot? That's a little embarrassing. What? 
Man, if you want to host, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Relevant politics. Shout out to politics. Yeah, I try not to pay attention to any of that stuff. Helps me live just a little bit longer. All right. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address Hakeem is... Jeffries. Do I have to finish? No. All right. GG Alex. GG Getty. GG Joel. Good game. Good game, Alec. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Okay, now it can be good. That everybody. <laughs>